0: Welcome to the Market Week Review for the week ending July 30th, 2021. My name is Julie Zhang, and I'm joined today, once again, by our Chief Investment Strategist of North America, Paul Eidemann. Hey, Paul, how are you? Very good, how are you, Julie? I'm great, hope to see you in the office one day soon. On today's call, we're gonna cover three topics. The Q2 global earnings, China's regulatory crackdown, and the July FOMC meeting. So the first question is, happy earnings season. Q2 earnings results came out globally. How are the markets responding, Paul?
1: Well, yeah, I think a couple of things there. Uh, Markets are responding nicely. So we're we're basically at or very close to all-time highs now on both S&P 500 index here in the U.S., but also globally on the MSCI All-Country World Index. And I think that's for a good reason, because earnings have been coming in exceptionally strong globally. Um, In the U.S., we're about halfway through that second quarter earnings season right now. And uh, earnings growth is through the roof. We're tracking almost 90% earnings growth right now for the S&P 500 index in the second quarter, which is shaping up to be one of the strongest quarters globally. And and not only is the earnings growth strong, but the sort of magnitude by which the numbers are beating what the consensus thought just a couple of weeks ago is is historically large as well. So that spread between results and where the consensus was is right around 20 percentage points right now, which is four times bigger than the the normal positive surprise. So I think it's been really encouraging to see the fundamental strength come through for corporates. And if I had to kind of cast a narrative around what's happening, I think companies are simply just finding creative ways to do more with less right now. And uh, that same flavor came through in the GDP report from a macro perspective this morning, Uh, the US economy in terms of activity, is now back above pre-COVID levels, and we're generating that that record activity with seven million fewer workers, and that's really a story of uh, productivity gains, operational leverage, and profitability. And so, I think that's really good news, and it's not just a U.S. story. When you kind of shift uh, across the pond to Europe, for the Euro stock 600 index, uh, the earnings growth there in the second quarter is up around 120%. So really, really robust fundamental uh, earnings growth around the world right now. And I think that's helped to to rationalize and and push uh, equity prices uh, to new all time highs here, which is great to see.
0: Definitely. always love it when you can say earnings through the roof. That's always (laughs) an exciting exciting point. So um, let's go to a totally other subject on uh, the latest on China's ongoing regulatory crackdown. So this week we heard a bit on their crackdown on online education platforms. Can you tell us a bit more?
1: Yeah, I think there's been a, a series of regulatory events out of China for several weeks now. There was the, the cancellation of the Ant Financial initial public offering. Uh, there's been some scrutiny around Didi, which is a, a sort of online tax, taxi company uh, in China. This week, as you, you mentioned, it was around online education platforms and China basically telling a whole sector of their market that um, they wouldn't be allowed to earn profits anymore turning them into mm. to non-profits and obviously that's a very consequential statement for an investor uh, in in that kind of company and we saw a few individual securities trade down about 70% on the news wow. so pretty big moves under the surface at the micro level within the Chinese equity market um, a little bit of damage control late in the week uh, sitting here on, on Thursday in Seattle they there's some reports that Chinese authorities were holding meetings with some of the major global investment banks to kind of assuage their concerns about the developments. There was also a liquidity injection from the People's Bank of China. So, mm-hmm. I, again, a little bit of damage control. But I, I think from our perspective, uh, talking with our experts on the ground in the Asia Pacific region, this regulatory theme looks likely to stick with us for some time and may continue to create some volatility around the sort of risk premium or, or price that foreign investors are going to pay for some of these securities. And, and that's not to say that we're negative on the emerging markets, but I think it's an environment where uh, it makes sense to be sort of discerning about the types of exposures investors are taking in the emerging markets. And, and that should set up nicely for uh, sort of prudent active management in this kind of environment.
0: It's nothing like a liquidity injection to assuage people's fears. Yep. So now on to the July FOMC meeting, we got a little step closer to the tapering conversation. Can you give us more insights there?
1: Yeah, I think the, the theme from the Federal Open Market Committee meeting this week was progress but not substantial progress and, and mm-hmm. that idea of substantial progress is what the Fed is looking for to start tapering their asset purchase program. So uh, their communication suggests they're getting closer to that decision, but they're not quite there yet. And when you kind of go through the tea leaves of what the statement said and what Jerome Powell said in the press conference, the, the key uh, I think is that they think in, in coming meetings, said plurally, they they'll have or be able to assess how much progress they're making towards their goals. And there's three Fed meetings left this year in September, November, and December. Again. With that guidance being plural, I think that the likely timing of that taper decision from the Fed should be right around the end of this year. And that's where our expectations were going into this meeting. So it didn't really move the needle for us in terms of being meaningful new news. Um, But again, the Fed just taking one step closer to that decision as the economy continues to recover here and make good progress in terms of uh, job growth and inflation being uh, close to their 2% target. So just just one step closer.
0: Got it. Well, substantial progress. Here we come. Thank you so much for your time, Paul, and for sharing your thoughts. Thank you all for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Bye.